Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. You called me and I came. Now, you're gonna open this door for me, Fat Charlie? Who are you? I'm your brother. You can call me Spider. You're gonna take that door off the chain and invite me in? Uh, yes, I am. Of course I am. Please. Come in. My flat's upstairs. It is less than two days since Fat Charlie Nancy was at his father's funeral in Florida where he learned two things. Firstly, that his father was the spider god Nancy, and secondly, that he has a brother. No, Fat Charlie isn't fat. But the sharp-dressed, cooler-looking fellow climbing the stairs to Charlie's flat in South London is his brother. There's more, but you'll catch up as we go. Would you like a cup of tea? Got coffee? On the instant. Sure, that's fine. Can I sit here? Sure. Come far, then. Los Angeles. Planning on staying long? I haven't really given it much thought. How do you take coffee? Dark as night, sweet as sin. Sugar bowl's there. Help yourself. Thanks. I'm trying to come up with a logical, sensible, sane explanation for what's going on, but the brother I didn't know I had is sitting at my kitchen table. <laughs> Does it matter? I suppose not. You weren't at Dad's funeral. What? His funeral in Florida a couple of days ago. He's not dead. I'm pretty sure I'd know if he were dead. Ask Mrs. Hinkler. How'd he die? Heart failure. That doesn't mean anything. That just means he died. I ought to check this out. Is she still living in, you know, that same place? Mrs. Hinkler, yeah, still there. You don't have anything from there, do you? Maybe, uh, I don't know, a photograph? Sure. I brought home a box full. Great. Look, I have to go to work. Yeah. Will you be okay? Yes, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah. No radios, MP3 players, or similar at the office, please. Excuse me, Mr. Crooks. You speak to lackadaisical attitude. It wasn't the radio, it was me. You? I'm sorry. Well, with such a wealth of talent at your disposal, perhaps you should leave the Graham Coates agency to tread the boards rather than cluttering up a desk in an office where other people are trying to work, eh? I, I, I don't want to leave, I, I just wasn't thinking. Oh, then you must learn to refrain from singing, save in the bath, or you will find yourself seeking gainful employment elsewhere. Yes, Mr Coates. That is all. <laughs> Graham Coates agency, Charles Nancy speaking. Charlie, it's me. Rosie, everything all right? Yes, fine, thanks. The water's back on again in my flat. Well, you can still come and have a bath at mine any time. That won't be necessary now. No, of course not. Anyway, Mother has decided she wants to help with the food at the wedding. Well, without saving fortune, we'll all be eating rye crackers and drinking vitamin water. That's not nice. I'm going to see her tonight to discuss it. I'll call you after and let you know how it went. Ciao. Bye, Rosie. I, I, I love... He who maketh personal phone calls on company time, lo, he shall reap the whirlwind. Do you know who said that? Uh, you did, Mr. Coates? Indeed I did. Indeed I did. And never a truer word was spoken. Consider this a formal warning. (sighs) 
At 6 p.m., Fat Charlie leaves work and walks up Kingsway to Holborn Tube Station. A familiar figure stands outside, leather jacket flapping in the wind. Oh, Spider, are you all right? I checked with Mrs. Higgler. She said it was true. My father died at night. I didn't know. Well, it was my father, too. True. You were so right. Our father is no more. We must go where the remedies for the darkness of the soul may be found. Um, how about curry? There are three things, and three things only, that can lift the pain of mortality. Mm -hmm. Wine, women, and song. Wine first! Right, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, just a glass of house red, please. We are the last of a Nancy's line. We do not mourn our father's passing with house red. Okay, I'll have what you're having. Okay, um, you find us a table. <laughs> Good luck getting to the bar. Here we are. Wait, you got served in two seconds flat? Sure. You find us a table? Well, no, they're all occupied for a start. Here's one right beside us. Hey, Come on, how did you... Sid, how, sorry, how, how did you do that? I just uncork it and pour it? No, I mean... The... Here, a toast to our father's memory. To that... Mmm, salty. What is that? A funeral wine, the kind you drink for gods. It's seasoned with bitter aloes and rosemary and with the tears of broken-hearted virgins. Mm. And they sell it in a Fleet Street wine bar. Yeah, all these old places have the good stuff if you ask for it. Maybe I just think they do. It's strong. It's not sipping wine, it's morning wine. You drain it like this. <coughs> you okay? Mm. <coughs> Yeah, it tastes better like that. Mm -hmm. If you say so. Mm. Oh, wow. Your turn to make a toast. Mm. Uh, to mom. Oh, to mom. Oh, wow. More. Hit me. <sighs> Down the hatch. Oh, oh. I miss them both. So do I. I never knew I had a brother. Oh, yeah, I, I did. I was meant to look you up, but I, things came up. What kind of things? Uh -oh. Things. They came up. You will give me a for instance. Okay, uh, well, last time I thought you and I should meet. I had to decide what I'd say to you when we met, you know. I knew the meeting of two brothers, well... <laughs> It's the subject of epics, isn't it? Mm. The only way to do it justice would be to do it in verse. But what kind of verse? You know, it had to be dark, powerful, epic. And then I had it. The perfect first line. Blood calls to blood like sirens in the night. <laughs> it says so much, right? And then I had to come up with a second line and the whole thing fell apart. Well... Exactly. Come on! Hey, where are we going? We have accomplished the first part of our mission. Wine has been drunk. Two parts left to go. Uh... Women next! In Fat Charlie's life, women do not simply turn up. You need to pluck up the courage to talk to them. But Spider lives in a different world. As they arrive outside a pub from which a group of girls teeter out like baby giraffes on high heels, Charlie realizes he has a lot to learn. 
Where next? Stifula, it's your birthday. Oh, surprise me. Fancy a Nando's? Hello, lady. Oh, hello. Back at you. Is somebody celebrating? It's my birthday. Oh, nice. Can we take along? Why not? Who are you? Uh, I'm his brother. Really? Come on, come on. I'm buying everybody a drink. <laughs> By the time they reach their third pub, Spider resembles someone from a rock video. He is draped with girls. Where are we going, Spider? We could eat Ronnie Scott's. Charlie trails along behind them, feeling more left out than ever. It's not normal. That's why it's not. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. Oh, hello. Didn't see you walking there. <laughs> well, where are we going? What are we doing? Uh, we're mourning my father. I think we're celebrating a birthday. <laughs> okay. We're here, Charlie. A karaoke bar. Wine, women, and song. It's showtime. <laughs> I, I don't sing. Not in public. I really don't think this is a good idea. Oh, not even for Dad? Especially not for Dad. He's not going to embarrass me from beyond the grave. Are we going in? Because I'm getting cold and Sibylla needs a week. We're going in. Your brother's good, isn't he? Uh, yes, he, he can sing. <laughs> did you hear us singing Dancing Queen? Um, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> that was such a laugh. Are you going to do it? I'd rather not. Hey, so, not bad, huh? Who's for another drink? You can see he's got all the talent in your family, eh? I can sing. I just don't want to in public. Mm, please yourself. So, who's gonna dare to follow that? Maybe I will. Give me that drink. It's neat vodka. Please. <laughs> Here. Wow. Right. Right. Watch this. Oh, we have a volunteer. Okay. What have you got? You ready? Um, can I pick a song? Not really, it's a playlist, but look, the next one's a good one, yeah? Oh, good. That one? Mike's on stage, don't spit in it. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Charlie Nancy. It's, it's not, uh, um, <clears throat> sorry, sorry, can we, can we go again? Hit <laughs> it, Benny. I think, I think, I think I'm going to sick. And Charlie's exit from the stage is less than graceful. Uh, 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 Fat Charlie is thirsty. Fat Charlie is thirsty and his head hurts. Fat Charlie is thirsty and his head hurts and his mouth tastes evil and his eyes are too tight in his head and all his teeth twinge and his stomach burns and his back is aching in a way that starts around his knees and goes up to his forehead and his brains have been removed and replaced with cotton balls 
and needles and pins, which is why it hurts to try and think. And his eyes are not just too tight in his head, but they must have rolled out in the night and been reattached with roofing nails. And now he notices that anything louder than the gentle Brownian motion of air molecules drifting softly past each other is above his pain threshold. Also, he wishes he were dead. Fat Charlie opens his eyes, which is a mistake in that it lets daylight in, which hurts. It also tells him where he is, in his own bed, in his bedroom. And because he is staring at the clock on his bedside table, it tells him that the time is 11.30. Uh, no, Graham Coates is going to fire me. Uh, I'm so thirsty. There's a glass of water on your bedside table. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Who's that? Me. Oh, you're not wearing any clothes. You're in my bed with no clothes. Well, I didn't have any Peters with me. Oh, can I have a Ah, uh, um, here. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> That's better. I'll phone the office. I'll say I have a 24-hour flu. Oh, he said to tell you not to worry about calling work. He's taking care of it. Who? Your brother. My brother's taking care of what? Everything, he said. What? Can I borrow your dressing gown? Uh, sure. Your phone's ringing. Oh, no. Oh, good. It's the office. Uh, Charlie, it's me. Everything's okay. Let me guess. You told him I was dead. Uh, better than that, I told them I was you. But, but you're not me. I know that. I just told them I was. You don't even look like me. Brother, you're harshing a potential mellow here. It's taken care of. Oh, oh, gotta go. The big boss needs to talk to me. Graham Coates. Look, spider. Oh, uh, Breakfast. Hey. Drink this. Oh, what is in this mug? Egg yolk, Worcester sauce, Tabasco, salt, dash of vodka, things like that. Kill or kill. Drink. Uh. Oh, well done. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, but you're still alive. Uh, drink this. What is it? Arsenic? Soluble aspirin. Oh, oh that's better. Good. Look, last night, did we, um... Did we what? Did we, you know, do it? You mean you don't remember? You said it was the best you'd ever had. You were part god, part animal, and part unstoppable stud. Really? No, 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 I'm winding you up. <sighs> I helped your brother get you home, we cleaned you up, and then, you know. No, I, I don't know. Well, you were out cold, and it's a big bed. I'm not sure where your brother slept, but he was up at the crack of dawn, all bright and smiling. Yeah, he went into work. He told them he was me. Well, wouldn't they be able to tell the difference? I mean, you're not exactly twins. Well, apparently not. What's your name? I'm Daisy. Pleased to meet you. Well, you were there last night, with the others. Yeah, you remember? Yeah. I must feel a bit better, mustn't I? <laughs> well, like I said, kill or cure. <laughs> I can get used to this. Oh. Hello? Hello! Uh, oh, is that the Graham Colts agency? Uh, that's what it says here. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Oh, Mr. Nancy? It's, yes? It's Maeve Livingston. Hello. 
Charles Nancy. Fat Charlie Nancy. Yes, yes, I'm him. No, you don't sound like it. Oh, I am him. Mm, mm. I am Fat Charlie Nancy. You are Fat Charlie Nancy. There, you got it. Perfect. Now, how can I help you? Oh, oh, uh, yes. And um, if you could remind Graham Colts to phone my bank manager about the money I'm owed. Oh, sure, sure. Leave it with me, hon. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Huh. Nice lady is owed money by the company. And Charlie has a computer. Hello, Daisy? I'm in the bar. Would you like a cup of tea? Um, right. Someone at the door. I'll be out of your hair in a minute. Oh, hello, Mrs. Noah. Nice to see you. Oh, you're here. Um. So, you're going to invite me in? Um. Or you could just leave your future mother-in-law standing on the step? Um. Right, let's go up to the flat, shall we? Must we? Yep, we must. The mess. Don't you have a dishwasher? No, I don't. Um, coffee, water? I understand from Rosie that your father recently passed away. Yes, he did. Rosie's father got a four-page obituary in Cooks and Cookery. He was responsible for the arrival of Caribbean fusion cuisine in this country, you know. Oh. I've been talking to Rosie, and we've decided that I should help with the wedding plans. I need a list of people that you were hoping to invite that made a form for you to fill out. I thought I'd save on postage and drop it off myself. Oh, thanks. There'll be a total of 90 people at the wedding. You'll be permitted eight family members and six friends. Um, I think I have more than ten relations. I mean, there are cousins and great-aunts and things. What you obviously fail to grasp is that weddings cost money. I think maybe I ought to talk to Rosie about all this. Just fill out the forms. Why aren't you at work? I'm, um, I'm not in. That is to say I'm off this morning. Not going in today. I'm not. Well, Rosie's planning to see you for lunch, she said. That was why she could not have lunch with me. Ah, right. Well, thanks for popping over, Mrs Noah. I'll talk to Rosie There's and... orange juice in the fridge, isn't there? How's your head? Any better? <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Hi, I- I'm, I'm Daisy. Indeed. Hope you don't mind me borrowing your towel, Charlie. Lovely bath, though. Ah, well, nice meeting you, Mrs... Noah. I'll see if I can find my clothes. Who was that? Oh, it's... The phone. Hello? Charlie, it's me. We need to talk. Not family stuff, either. Look, I've got a bit of a situation. Oh, gotta go. Big Boss needs to talk to me. Call you back. What? Making private phone calls on company time, Nancy. Absolutely. Come to my office with me, Nancy. It's time for a chat. My pleasure, Chief. I repeat, who was that? Uh, on the phone? No, the young woman dressed in a towel and nothing else. It's my sister's cousin. My cousin. I think of her as my sister. We were close growing up. She decided to crash here last night. A bit wild. You see her at the wedding. I see. Well, you must have lots to be getting on with, and I need to get to work. I thought you had the day off. M- morning. I've got the morning off, and it's nearly over. <laughs> Lovely seeing you. I'll show you out. I know the way. Oh, are you off? Oh. Bye. 
Goodbye, Daisy. I'll see you at the wedding. Come along. Come along. Right. Sit ye down, Charles. Sit ye down. <clears throat> what can I do you for, big boss? Charles, as you know, I like to keep the turnover of staff at the agency fairly brisk, and you have been here uh, two years. Into each life, a little rain must fall. But there's no cloud without a silver lining. It's an ill wind that blows no one good. Y yeah, yeah, if I may finish. Of course, be my guest. Now, the happiness of every soul at the Graham Coates Agency is as important to me as my own. I cannot tell you how happy that makes me. Yes, uh, happiness, Charles. Now, <clears throat> are you happy here? Do you wonder if you might be happier somewhere else? Hmm. You know what I wonder? Excuse me? I wonder what your accounts in the Caribbean are for. You know, because it sort of looks like money that should go to our clients just goes into the Cayman Island or St. Andrew's accounts instead. <clears throat> Um, how, how did you get access to those accounts? Computers! Do they drive you as nuts as they drive me? There's nothing illegal about having offshore accounts. Illegal? I should hope not. I mean, if I saw anything illegal, I have to report it to the authorities. Uh, yes, yes, right, well, um, well, uh, delightful, uh, though it is to chat, spend time, and, uh, otherwise hobnob with you, Charles. I suspect that, um that both of us have work, we should be getting on with uh, time and tide. After all, wait for no man. Mm. Life is a rock, but the radio rolled me. Uh, yes. Daisy, you there? Yeah, I'm all dressed. Who was that cross-looking lady? Uh, Rosie's, uh, my fiancé's mother. Oh, she's a real bundle of joy. I told you you were my cousin, so she wouldn't think you were my, that we, you know, a strange girl in the apartment, all that. <laughs> well, not to worry. She'll probably forget all about me. You'll never see me again. God, I really must go home and change. Can you bring a taxi? Uh, where to? Hendon. Oh, actually, don't worry, I can get one at the end of the street. Well, thanks for the bed and breakfast. Here. <laughs> Be good, Charlie. Wow. Um, this probably isn't really happening. This is Rosie's phone. You're on voicemail. Leave a message. <sighs> damn, damn, damn! Good morning. Rosie, no, to see Charles Nancy, please. He's not expecting me. Oh, well, he's here. Oh, good. Where? Right here. Hey. I came to get the mail. Who are you? I'm Charles Nancy. You're... Charles Nancy. Charles Nancy. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> oh, do I, uh, do I know you? Do you... Oh, oh, uh, of course I do. Rosie, Rosie. And you get more beautiful every day. Oh, thank you. Lunch? Mm, sounds perfect. Where? Wherever you want. Shall we take the elevator? Whatever. Mm. Yes? You smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Where were you last night? I went out with my brother. You're an only child. Oh, I'm not. Turns out I'm half of a match set. A brother? Well, 
I hope he'll be coming to the wedding. I don't believe you'd miss it for the world. What are you doing the rest of the afternoon? Nothing that can't wait. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Should we go for a walk? What about your work? Oh, well, he won't mind. Probably won't even notice I'm not there. Annie, has Rosie been in? Did you lose her? Did I lose her? Oh, Master Nancy, perfect timing. Have you got a moment? Uh, well, I... Go and powder your nose, Annie. I'll need the reception area for a couple of minutes. Yes, Mr Coates. I do need a pee. Good, good. Charles, you've been giving our conversation of this morning a great deal of thought, and uh, it seems I have misjudged you. <laughs> um, you've been working here long and hard, and uh, now your father's sad passing. I didn't really know him. Yeah, old brave lad. Now, how would you react to an offer of uh, a couple of weeks off with, I hardly need to add, full pay? Full pay? Full pay, yes, but uh, I see your point. Spending money. I'm sure you could do with a little spending money, couldn't you? Um, am I being fired? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, quite the reverse. In fact, I believe that we now understand each other perfectly. Your job is as safe as houses. As long as you remain the model of discretion you have been so far. How safe are houses? Extremely safe. Well, it's just that I read somewhere that most accidents occur in the home. Then I think it's vitally important that you are encouraged to return to your own house with all celerity. Yeah. What? A small thank you for two years of devoted service to the Graham Coates Agency. Don't spend it all at once. Two thousand pounds? Yes. Gosh, I, I mean, I, I won't. <laughs> By all means, Annie. Oh, one last thing. Yes? If, while you're off enjoying yourself, if during this time I should need to access your files, could you let me know your password? Um... I think your password should get you anywhere in the system, Mr Coates. Oh, without doubt it will, yes, but just in case, you know, computers, after all. The Graham Coates Theatrical Agency, how may I direct your call? You can whisper. Oh, I'm not sure what you're uh, saying. Uh, message? Mermaid. M-E-R-M-A-I-D. Excellent, excellent. Off you go now, thank you. Yep, that's all I need. OK, um, th thank you. Dolly good. Mr Coates. Annie, my dear. Maeve Livingston wants to speak to you. Says it can't wait any longer. Yes, I'm busy, very busy, for the rest of the day, and I'm not to be disturbed on any account. Yes, sir. Fat Charlie emerges from the building with a cheque for £2,000 in his pocket, wondering how he can have so misjudged Graham Coates for the last two years. He walks around the corner to his bank and deposits the cheque. Then he walks down to the embankment to breathe and to think. Here, he sees Spider and Rosie walking hand in hand on the other side of the road. Rosie turns, pulls Spider towards her and begins to kiss Spider with an enthusiasm Fat Charlie wishes she had shown with him. He watches them kissing. He thinks that sooner or later they will have to come up for air. <laughs> but they don't. So he walks in the other direction, feeling miserable. In episode two of A Nancy Boys by Neil Gaiman, adapted by Dirk Maggs, Charlie Nancy was played by Jacob Anderson, Spider Nancy by Nathan Stewart Jarrett, and Nancy by Lenny Henry, narrator Joseph Marcel, Rosie Noah, Sheila Atim, Daisy Day, Pippa Bennett Warner, Graham Coates, Julian Ryan Tutt, Mrs. Noah, Donna Kroll, Carol, Danielle Vitalis, 
Annie, Isabella Inchbold, Maeve Livingstone, Julie Hesmanhausch, and the karaoke MC Taylor Kovacevich Ebon. Anansi Boys was directed by Allegra McElroy. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.